Where the fuck are all the fucking toxicas? Hey guys, happy new year. Welcome back to the Mom Ventures. Um, let's talk about a break, come on guys. <laughs> so I said I was going to resume the motherhood series. And honestly, um, just with everything that's still going on with COVID and everything, my plans for that are a little bit on pause just because I did plan on meeting with other mamas and, you know, just for the safety of everybody, um, I think it's just important for us to take those precautions and we are just going to hold off on that series for now. Um, but I just wanted to get on here and just talk about 2020. We fucking did that shit. We survived. Um, but honestly, I'm looking back and I'm feeling so grateful. Like, I feel like 2020 needed to happen. It was a shit show on some days because we all had to adapt to a new life. Some people got laid off from their work. Um, you know, some people had to make the unemployment check, their only source of income. Some of us had to become teachers. Some of us were stuck with your significant others all day during quarantine. And some of us had to work from home. You know, it was just a crazy year of change. It, it really was. Um, but it was a year of reflection. Like I look back and just reflect on it and 2020 knocked me down and it took me to spots I have been avoiding and made me self-reflect and made me have intentional time within me and reevaluate my circle and what I was doing with my life and just my marriage. You know, um, my marriage has struggled a lot and I'm being 100% vulnerable. Um, you know, it's not always the cute pictures you guys see on social media and, you know, it's not like that for anybody. It doesn't matter, you know, if your friends are posting these cute ass pictures, um, you know, obviously a Kodak moment is not going to get you guys fighting, you know. So just always keep in mind and like don't compare your relationship to other people. I mean, I feel like we all do it. But at the end of the day, nobody is perfect. Nobody's relationship is perfect. It doesn't matter if they pretend to be, you know, everybody has those disputes. Um, but I just think that... um you know, just back to me, it made me self-reflect a lot. It made me just really um, open my eyes to how I was being as a person, as a wife, as a mother, as a friend or sister, daughter. And, um, you know, last year was probably um, a very challenging year for us. And I wasn't understanding why. Um, because... Nothing really changed for us during COVID because my husband's job is considered essential. So it's not like our income changed or, you know, we were behind on, you know, bills. Um, you know, we didn't have that type of stress, um, thank God. But, you know, yes, I had to become a teacher and, you know, just I had to adapt to other things in a different way. But I just wasn't understanding why our relationship was so bad. And, you know, on top of just being a teacher, I still had to be the housewife and the homemaker. 
And I was just very unhappy with myself. Um, I was taking out my frustration on my kids, my marriage. I blamed my husband for my unhappiness. He would come home with like flowers or even just like a positive attitude. And I would just shut it down from the get-go. Like I wasn't having it. I was just in such a bitter stage in my life. And, you know, there were times as soon as he came in, I was already bitching. I was already like... Oh, I need you to do this. I need you to take out the trash. I need you to do that. I need you to do that. And he would, you know, just look at me like, what the fuck? Like, I just walked in. And we, I would just blow up. You know, I would be like, I've been fucking home all day. Like, blah, blah, blah. And what I wasn't realizing is that he also needs that time to decompress himself. You know, he needs to have that moment to just kind of get in the zone like he just got off of work and now he's coming into another hostile environment and kids running and me bitching and it took a lot for me to admit that um like I said it was just easier it's easier to blame others for your own unhappiness than to reflect and I'm being 100% just straight up right now and I'm swallowing my pride because for too long I have blamed him And yes, we have had incidents and disrespect and betrayal in our relationship in the past 13 years. Um, We started dating as young kids, so it's a given. It's a given that, you know, incidents have happened. But I had to reflect on how long I was going to punish him for this. Like, how long was I going to hold on to something that happened three years ago? Um, You know, how long am I going to just hold this grudge and continue to be bitter And, you know, especially when he is showing up and trying, but why did I choose to still be bitter towards him? Like, it's easier for me to throw the divorce card out there than to actually change. And I don't think I have brought up divorce or breaking up as much as I did last year. It was just my resolution to every single argument. And he would tell me that. He'd be like, you know what? Like, that's bullshit. Like, not every time we fucking fight. Like, you got to bring out those cards. Like, go outside. Go take a minute. And I was just such in such a bad place that that's what I resorted to. Like, I was like, I'm done. Or get out. Or I don't give a fuck. And I just had to come to a reflection that I was hurting our marriage more than anything especially throwing the divorce card out there because bitch let me fucking tell you one time we were arguing and he literally was like you know what that's it i'm fed up i'm tired of your attitude like okay yeah you want a divorce let's get a fucking divorce and i was shook (laughs) like i was like whoa like hold the fuck up like that's my fucking card you know but it really rattled me and it hurt my feelings and I cried so much and then I victimized myself. I, for weeks, I was fucking texting him talking shit like, I can't believe you would ask me for a divorce or, you know, um, if you don't want to fucking be with me, then don't fucking be here. Like, and I was even more hurt because he was like ignoring me. And I remember like a week or two later, um, we sat down, we had a conversation and he said, you know that I love you with all my heart. He said, and, you know, I'm sorry that I threw the divorce card out there. He said, first of all, you opened that door a long time ago. He said, but do you see how hurt 
you are for me telling you that one time. He's like, now imagine me. Like, every argument, you want to fucking be done. Like, he's like, you're just so unhappy with yourself. He's like, and I, I don't know how to help you anymore. And, of course, like, I bawled. Like, I was like, yeah, like, I know. And the thing is that we've had these conversations before where I'm just like, okay, we're going to be better. We're going to do it. But nothing ever changed because I kept expecting him to change. And the truth is, it's not just him. Like, he's changed so many times for me. And I took it for granted because I just treated him like it was never enough. And I think that's where I have fucked up the most in my marriage. That I literally, this is going to sound so fucking crazy, but I seriously had like a come to Jesus moment. So as some of you guys know, like I attend Palm Valley Church and follow Christianity. But, you know, I kind of found myself doing that part time. It was like kind of very hypocritical of me because we would go to church I was happy that Sunday, you know, we would go home and talk about what we learned in church and practice what we learned that day. You know, we were a big, happy family. And then come Monday, I was back to my old ways of just bitterness. I I had to literally just put my big girl panties on and change. I had to make the change because I've been mad at him this entire time when he has been putting in the work. And I always, you know, made him be feel belittled or like he wasn't doing enough or you know I just always found an excuse to blame him for my unhappiness and it's taken a lot for me to say this and I'm just the only reason I'm sharing this is because I want to like I want to have accountability like I want to talk about this I want to talk about the process of this because maybe some of you guys are doing the same shit in your relationship you know like Maybe some of you guys are fucking being toxic as like me and, you know, just living in the past. And the truth of the matter is that, you know, I am going to talk about this because I said I was going to be 100% trans- uh, transparent. But, you know, me and my husband have had gone through shit Um, when we were younger. It was just high school shit where we would break up like, you know, those stupid arguments when you're in high school. Like, oh, I'm fucking done. And then we didn't talk for like two, three days. And then in those two, three days, I was over here fucking being a hood rat. And, you know, I would go on dates with other guys and he would go on dates with other girls. And then, you know, like the weekend would be over and then we would talk and then we're back together. And then we have incidents even as grownups. Um, you know, it's never been anything physical, but I would still consider it infidelity on both our parts um the moment you have to you know start deleting messages um you know and hiding who you're talking to that's infidelity because if you're not doing something wrong then there's no reason for you to delete stuff and that is something on both our parts I mean this was years ago um especially for me that this was a very long time ago but it took um The thing is that I was looking for something that my husband was lacking in, you know, and same thing with him. Um, I just had to, and and I'm not putting excuses for either of us, but there comes a time that you have to reflect on why those actions were done. Why does your husband, you know, feel the need to go vent to another woman? Um, or why did I have like have that feeling that 
you know, I had to sneak around and talk to a, a guy friend and, you know, delete my messages. Like, and I told him straight up one time, like, listen, like, I've been talking to this guy. Um, you know, he's just my friend, but I just want to tell you because, you know, I've been deleting my messages and I don't think it's right. Like, if it was you, I would be very upset. And, you know, he was super hurt. He was very hurt. And, you know, of course, his initial reaction was to call me names and just fucking tell me he was done. And I and I was crying and I told him, I was like, I'm really sorry. I said, it's nothing, um, you know, like a romantic uh, connection. It's just that you haven't been hearing me out or you are neglecting me or you're not listening to me. And, you know, he understood, but it's almost like he kind of always had that in the back of his mind because it took a few months of him like checking my phone or like, you know, making like if I was in the bathroom, he'll be like, oh, what are you doing? Like if I was texting somebody, you know, and the thing is like, you know, I I betrayed him, you know, on on that sense. And, you know, we had an incident, the same thing with him, you know, and I was very hurt. Um, I was very hurt because I actually saw the messages and it was nothing like romantically involved, but I was just hurt that he would find the need to go vent to another woman, you know? And to me, I feel like infidelity starts with the conversation, you know? So it could just be from you venting about your relationship to growing feelings for somebody. So I was so fucking hurt. And I don't think I've ever admitted this to him ever. And I'm just admitting it for the first time on my fucking podcast. Again, it's not to put excuses, but I had to reflect on why my husband was doing this. Why why does he feel so neglected that he can't vent in his relationship? Like, why does he feel unheard? And it honestly is hitting my core right now because I feel like it's time for me to let go of that. Um, I have punished him for a long time. I I have felt very insecure for a long time. And I'm never going to be happy if I don't trust him. The thing is that I chose to stay with him after this. So then, okay, if you choose to stay with him after this, then accept him, heal, you know, um, accept the apology and move on. Like right now, I'm like in a little hamster wheel where I'm just being toxic and I'm putting shit in my own head because of shit that he's done in the past. And that's taking a lot for me to say because I failed my husband. I failed my my husband on being there for him and being his best friend and, you know, listening to him. I was always so bitter towards him. I didn't want to sleep with him. Um, I was always just arguing down his throat and he found an escape in someone else that would listen. And it sounds so bad that I would even um, understand this. But that's what maturity is, you know, like the saying goes, you know, if you're not doing it, somebody else will. And I think that's just crazy that I'm even talking about this, but I have failed my husband. I have failed my husband time after time because I am unhappy with myself I am so self-conscious because of my body, because I'm so overweight right now. Um, 
my skin, my rosacea, like my PCOS. PCOS makes you fucking go crazy, by the way. And, um, you know, I think that it's just a... It's just a, a, a whole matter of everything that I have together. So for people that don't know what uh, PCOS is, it's polistic, uh, polistic ovary syndrome. So it's basically just like a hormonal disorder. Um, and for me, um, I don't get any periods. I haven't had a period in almost a year. Some people get like prolonged periods where they just overbleed. But basically the ovaries, um, they just are not um producing like those follicles and you know with that all the side effects is literally you know your skin breaking out your weight gain because i'm not breaking down insulin and then mood swings like mood swings is a big one for me so i took initiative um that this year was gonna be my year i was gonna make 2020 my 2021 my bitch I have been working on something um, that I'm very proud of. I'm not done with it yet, but when I am, I will announce it. Um, it's challenged me as as a mother, as a wife. It's given me like that spark, that purpose, and I'm so excited because it's it's just something new for me. And I've been meditating in the mornings, um, and this is a very big one for me. And again. I'm going to say it because I ain't no bitch (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with this. And nobody knows this, not even my family, except for my husband. I finally decided to go to the doctor and I told him that I was very depressed. I was finding no interest in anything. And, you know, my sex drive was down. Um, I spent a lot of days with no motivation. I would just lay down. I would cave in. And honestly, I was just failing at life. Like, I would just let the days pass me by. And I finally went to the doctor and I said, I need help. I I need help. I said, I am letting my marriage slip through the cracks. I am, you know, failing at motherhood because I'm not who I used to be. And I need help. And I was, I remember when I even said that out loud, like my voice was cracking. I, I was like, what the fuck? And I think that that's the biggest, um, that's the most brave thing to start off to admit that you need help. And it's okay. It's okay if you're not okay. And, you know, there's just come, there just comes a time where you have to admit and you have to reflect when you are fucking up as a person. And I have been fucking up as a person. Um, I'm not saying that my husband's perfect because there is times that it is his fault. You know, I am in a bad mood because of something he has done or whatever the case is. But reflecting back, I am at fault for so much. And it all stems from me being unhappy as an individual. So... I have a lot going for me this year and I'm so excited to bring you guys along the ride. And like I said, I'm just going to be 100% transparent. I'm just going to go out there. I'm going to let you know how I'm feeling, how my marriage is doing, how I'm thriving at motherhood. And I know we're just in a few weeks into 2021, but I'm really hoping to keep this momentum. And this is why I'm recording this because I need that accountability. I need you guys to fucking DM me and say, bitch, you know, are you up? Did you fucking work out today? You know, have you read the Bible today? Whatever it is, I just need that accountability. So 
where I was going with this is um, I did go to the doctor and the doctor told me like, do you want to try um, like an antidepressant? And that's what I have been avoiding for so long. Just like I talked about in one of the previous episodes with the whole postpartum thing that I feel like I haven't healed from it because I didn't want people to be like, you know, oh, she's on medication or oh, she's drinking pills. And, you know, obviously it's something that not everyone needs to know. Nobody needs to know. But I'm just telling you guys right now because it's okay. It's okay to get help. And if it's really affecting you as a person and it's just taking over your life, like, it's okay. Get the help. And let me just say, I'm grateful and I'm just like, thank God. Um, So I started this antidepressant, like, Maybe like a week before Christmas, um, you know, she told me about the side effects. She just told me like the first week I was probably going to feel kind of nauseous. I was going to have a headache. And can I just say that I am feeling so great. I am feeling on top of the world. I am feeling so fucking proud of myself. And I just feel so, I don't know, <laughs> explaining to you. I feel I feel like my head is on my shoulders. I know it sounds so stupid, but I've gone like years that I'm just going with the flow. But right now, I just feel so motivated. I literally have tunnel vision and I'm ready to fucking conquer 2021. I'm ready to fucking thrive on my marriage and my motherhood. I'm ready to be a better daughter, better friend, a better sibling. Um, and with that being said, I reevaluated all my fucking friendships because... I don't have time for the bullshit anymore. I dwelled on so much shit in 2020. And at the end of the day, if you want to be part of my life, you're going to let that be known. Other than that, y'all can keep it moving. But anyways, whoa, that was a lot, huh, guys? That was a lot to start the year. But again, I just wanted to share it because I think that if one of you guys is going through this, um, it's okay. It's okay if you've been at fault. It's okay if... You've been so bitter and you've been taking it out on the wrong people. So if you need the help, reach out. There's nothing wrong with it. Life is so short to let the years pass by and you being so unhappy and so insecure and just being bitter. Really, life is so short. And that was the biggest um, wake up call for me that with the whole COVID thing, I was thinking like if I were to die right now, what memories have I left for my kids this last year? Because these are going to be the most vivid ones for them because they're the most recent. And I kept thinking like me laying in bed, me crying, me being so sensitive, um, me slacking at home meals. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like literally, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? So I'm here to tell you, it's okay if you need help, get it. There's nothing wrong. And stop being fucking toxicas. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I will see you guys next week.